welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy continues her discussion of the path in Buddhism. Welcome. I'd like to talk further about the idea of path or journey, in particular, the idea of entering the path of meditation or the Dharma is entering onto a path, it's starting out on a journey, and that journey continues throughout our life. And you can say, well, that's a simple, ordinary thing, but I think the notion of being on a path, of viewing your life as a path, really does change things. It adds some quality of inspiration to a tendency to just sort of get through things. You just get through the day, do one thing after another, and just barely trying to survive, and life can feel like that quite a lot of the time. But having a sense of whatever is coming up in life, whatever uh, we encounter, the ups and downs uh, or vicissitudes of life, they are a pathway. They're a pathway. They are a way for us to get somewhere, to go somewhere, to develop something, to learn and to grow. So, so much of being on a path has to do with viewing ourselves as people on a journey. Viewing our life as a journey rather than some kind of burden or or even something that gets lost entirely in the busyness of things, never stepping back and never looking at the bigger picture. What are we doing all together? You could say one way of looking at Dharma is looking at what are you doing all together in your life and why. The fundamental Buddhist path is very straightforward. Here's the situation Here's the teachings, and here's how you can apply them to improve your situation, to go from struggle and suffering to ease and clarity and compassion. Fundamentally, just to go from more confusion and and chaos to more clarity and calmness and openness. There could be millions of books about the Dharma, there could be millions of organizations focused on the Dharma, millions of people talking about the Dharma, many Dharma scholars, etc. But none of that is the path. There's only a path once you step on it and begin to engage with the teachings in a personal way as you go about your life in terms of what you study, how you practice, in terms of your meditation, and in terms of how you deal with other beings in your world and your responsibilities as a human to reduce suffering and unnecessary pain. You can think of the Dharma path as a coming together of three things. There's the individual practitioners, there are the teachings, and there are ways to travel. In the same way as a journey, there are ways to travel by walking on foot or riding on a horse or going in an airplane, uh, taking a bus. Uh, there are what are called vehicles, and that term is actually used, vehicles. How do you move along the path? How do you know where to go? How do you get instruction or directions? Where are the signposts? What is propelling you? And these are called the vehicles. Just like a car, you enter into a vehicle. So in terms of the uh, Tibetan tradition, there are different vehicles talked about that are ways to carry us further along the path of Dharma. This notion of different vehicles uh, is exemplified in the uh, three volumes of the profound treasury work. Each of them is described as a path, a path of individual liberation, also referred to as a narrow path, as a foundational path. And there's a path of wisdom and compassion. And there's a path of indestructible wakefulness. 
These are all aspects of one unifying path, which is just simply the path of the human life and the path of trying to awaken a bit from the confusion that is rampant in society and within our own psyche. The idea of path is a fundamentally deeply positive message. I mean, sometimes I think we feel we're stuck and there is no escape. There is no pathway. There's no way to deal with so much of what comes up in life. The notion of path is there is a way, and it's an invitation almost. There is a path. Can you walk it? There is a path. You don't need to be stuck. There are ways you can actually take action to alleviate the problems that plague you. At the same time, you could say the notion of path is a challenging one. It implies that, yes, there are ways, there are guidelines, there are pathways to walk along, but nothing will happen unless you actually do the walking. So there's kind of an up-to-you quality. It's up to you. This is referred to as a non-theistic view, Uh, not so much talking about what you believe in, but the fundamental idea that someone's going to kind of whisk you out of your situation magically and everything will be okay. It's like the wish for the great imagined parents that you never had. This throws you back. The path throws you back on yourself, which is the good news and the bad news. The good news, it's there it is. There's guidelines. There's uh, mileage markers. There's uh, directions. There's guides. There's vehicles to ride in. Uh, so it's all there, ready for you to take advantage of. At the same time, it requires that you actually do it. Dharma comes alive when you actually do it. It doesn't mean you're perfecting something or you're some kind of a saint or adept. Just by having an open, decent, genuine heart and be willing to take even one, two, three steps be willing to get lost and find your way back. All of that begins to weave or create a living dharmic life. Thanks for joining me for this glimpse of dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.